Hello everyone, welcome back to Refugees on Air. This is your host Sarah. And Maya. And uh, we're here, we're back again after like six months because everybody knows that we're doing Year 12 VCE and it's been very hectic at the moment, but we're so happy to be back. And today we're joined by a wonderful upcoming actress and just amazing <laughs> person in general. This is Taj LD. Hi Taj. Hello, hello. How are you? I am very good. How are you guys doing? Very good. We know that today is a is a special day for you. It definitely <laughs> is. It's my birthday today. I know. It's the 21st birthday and we're super grateful that you could take time out of your day to be here with us because we know that it's a hectic day and you're a very busy woman, so thank you very much. Thank you. No, I'm so excited to be here and yeah, I couldn't ask for any better start of my day. Oh, awesome. <laughs> That's such an honour. Thank you so much. <laughs> so I think let's jump right into it. So Taj, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background? All right. So my name is Taj. I think everyone knows that by now. <laughs> um, I was born in Syria. I was originally from there, living in Homs all, most of my life and then... Obviously, sadly, something happened here that made everyone who lives there leave the country. So I was living there till I was about 16, moved a little bit around in Syria, went to Lebanon for a while, and then I came to Australia, Melbourne, in 2014 on June 28th. So um, before that, I was just... someone who's in school who's trying to just explore their hobbies and stuff like that when I came here I continued with the same journey Um, Mm -hmm. at the moment I'm studying a Bachelor of Digital Media Design at Mm -hmm. RMIT Um, I'm graduating hopefully by the end of the year if I pass all my exams and and stuff like that so that is exciting and on the side I'm just always that person who goes on Facebook see whatever events are happening in Melbourne and just press interested in as much (laughs) as I can and then actually try to go to most of them Um, especially anything related to music um, culture and multicultural stuff so I'm so interested in um, all the um, mixing cultures stuff together Mm. Um, so I was doing a lot of music and some acting stuff lately on the side which was pretty exciting and yeah that's that's how I go about just improvising my day and see what happens so what like inspired you to, to go towards the arts way at uni well, before that, actually, that's a funny story because I chose that I wanted to do something with like digital media or anything related to that mm. artistic field in the last day of submitting my preferences list wow. on year 12, <laughs> yeah. which was probably way later than everyone else in my class <laughs> because it was like nearly even December time. Before that, I was doing a lot of math and physics. Yeah. I'm a physics and a math girl, Can so I like wanted to be a civil engineer. <laughs> um, afterwards, I wanted to be a teacher and all that and then suddenly I decided that yes I love it I know I want to I can do it if I want to Mm. but I don't think I want to build buildings all my life personally (laughs) I wanted to do something that I didn't know what's the ending for it I had no idea what digital media could lead me to um, and that was exciting me a lot about it and made like raised my curiosity so I'm I just chose it and, Mm. and, and I'm here now yeah awesome uh, we were on the train and we actually had to listen to one of your songs, your original work. <laughs> it's called Whisper. And we found it to be so interesting because it felt like a mix between cultures. Your own original piano work Thank and your you. own original lyrics about something that you're so passionate about. And it was just so wonderful yeah. to listen to. Yeah, yeah no, this is what... It was... Um, 
the only original song that I did so mm. far, which I was able to do it and lucky enough to do it with Multicultural Art Victoria mm. um, with the amazing producer called Oscar Jimenez. Mm. Whisper is a song that I did and it was inspired by a little bit of situations that were happening in Syria. So I remember, I think the worst time that when I was in living in Syria, it was this in 2012, um, in February time, when there was a month of like no electricity, no water, no gas kind of idea. There was stuff happening in the street constantly, 24-7, mm-hmm. um, to the point that we were just trying to hide and trying to like be away from the bullets that might come in to the house from a window at mm-hmm. any point, at any time, which was the scariest couple of weeks that I lived probably ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and since then, we I, I was with my family. We had nothing to do. There was nothing to be entertained about by yeah. the situation. Yeah. So um, we always tried to sit around and just laugh it through. I do play the piano. My dad plays the oud. Um <laughs> And then one night that I remember, I in- decreased the volume of my piano. Mm. Um, my dad was on the oud. My sisters and my mum were in, in the room as well. We were just chatting and singing. Mm. We were whispering. And that's yeah. where everything came from because we were scared to even make a sound that anyone else around us would hear it. So we were just whispering and laughing and just having fun. It was smoke everywhere because of the candles and... Mm. Um, that yellow light everywhere. Mm. So it was such an intimate moment that I would never forget. This was the one moment that reminded me of no matter what happened, family was the most important thing. Um, And that's where Whisper came. So I was just talking in Whisper about that particular moment, how we were whispering to each other and how family was the most important thing and how we Mm. were just dreaming about the future, um, not caring about anything that's happening outside, forgetting that moment and just, you know, just being us in our tiny house. So, Mm. yeah. Speaking of family, how did you guys, you know, go about deciding to come to Australia and how was it first settling in this country? Yeah, so I actually had my auntie who lived here for a while now, so Mm. it was a pretty easy choice of, yep, we have some family in Australia, so Mm. we might as well just try to go to them. And we applied after we moved to Lebanon. Um, We were able to apply to here and then we got a humanitarian visa and then we came here after about a year Mm. from applying which was really lucky because I think compared to a lot of people who are trying to leave um, even though it took a bit of time we were super lucky to actually eventually come here and get away from the really dangerous situations that were happening especially for uh, me and my sisters who are like girls Mm. young girls who are living there Mm. it's probably not going to be any better future at that point so Mm. my family especially my parents decided that especially for us for me and my sisters that was the main reason for us actually leaving and I thank like I'm so thankful for them and grateful for them doing that because despite them leaving all their families and lives and work and all of that they actually cared about us the most Mm. and that's why we wanted to even leave and then came here and since then it was just an amazing journey every Mm. single day is I have no idea what can happen Mm. um I'm I don't plan too much ahead I like improvisation so I've been doing that since I came here five years ago and it's been great so I'm more settling than my parents for sure (laughs) but again it's it's getting it's getting there it's getting there Yeah. yeah and I think like sacrifice is a big um aspect in uh you know the refugees who have come to settle 100%. here you know 100%. with the parents they have to sacrifice their jobs and you know their lives pretty much just for and the even sake just of learn children. English from the scratch if exactly. they could, didn't really do much speak English before yeah. so that I think it's still till today even after five years 
years, it's just a challenge for anyone yeah. who's my, like like my parents or anyone in the same age range or um, same situation. So it's definitely harder for them than anyone yeah, else. Yeah, that's true. You mentioned before when we were walking here that you have two uh, twin sisters who are actually completing year 12. Yeah. We are basically <laughs> twin sisters completing You guys 12. remind me of them so much yeah. right now. <laughs> like, oh my God. And we have a 21-year-old sister who recently just turned 21 <laughs> as well. So, yeah, we completely understand, you know, the situation and yeah. how, you know, the the gratitude that you feel is definitely shared with us and how our parents, you know, sacrificed everything just for the sake of our own good, really. A hundred percent. And that's what happens with probably anyone in the same um, situation. Yeah. Any, when we're talking about, like, refugees, the yeah. main reason for people fleeing is actually mostly if there's family it's actually for their kids yeah. and that's a huge sacrifice that people should should never forget um, uh-huh. they should always think about um, and appreciate for sure mm-hmm. for oh sure. yeah for definitely. Sure. definitely there's one thing I wanted to point out um, about you is that you've kind of taken like all opportunities here in this country and it shows that people who come here they want to work hard they want to try their best they want to you know 100%. try everything and it's just so so inspirational to be honest it one of the the most things that was surprising to me all the time that when i say that i am a refugee from syria people get so surprised and so astonished by the fact like and they don't even believe me so when i went to school i was the new girl with the blue eyes and the loud voice and that was it yeah. um and the people were scared of me a little bit the uh, other people were just really always aware from like what could i do what could i make mm. and they realized that i might not even do anything um, important or stuff like that and then mm. afterwards they realized that i don't necessarily look like anyone from the news people don't see on the media all the time i have blue eyes like <laughs> what i have maybe some blondish hair like that's so surprising to everyone mm. and because i do what i do and because i go out and i don't just stick in my own kind of tiny home yeah. and in my bubble and all that people get so intimidated by that sometimes I, yeah, and I they, don't, they don't even understand me and they be like what's happening like you're a refugee and then it's just a huge uh, conflict of stereotypes and yeah. that is the one thing that I actually was trying to fight for in any situation or any conversation that I'm having about mm. Syria or the situations or political stuff or even just societal issues and etc mm. so stereotypes was the biggest deal that I mm. personally was confronted by and I wanted to kind of fight for it in every way just mm. to kind of say see what the media is saying it says that one two three four is equals a refugee well just just ask someone who came actually from there and I'll tell you exactly what it could be and yeah I it could be just someone who looks like me um and then f- a lot of people told me that I wish people met refugees slash Syrians like you mm. so they realize the fact that media is not necessarily the only place they should go to oh yeah definitely. finding anything about that place one hundred thousand yeah yeah I agree with you we've definitely seen that through interviewing so many different people that this opinion is very heavily shared between the refugee migrant asylum seeker community yeah. as well also, I wanted to ask you a little bit about the Road to Refuge program, in my own yes. words, that you were a part of, and also previous guest on our show, Janine, was a part of as well. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about that and how you came about to joining it? 100%. So, first of all, shout out to Janine. Janine yeah. Morani <laughs> is the um, director, the, mm. the president of In My Own Words project, which is under... Um, uh, road to refuge uh, company one of my friends referred me um to just apply to it she yeah. was like hey Taj, i think you should apply to this yeah. in my own words in few words it's just a project about helping people who are from similar backgrounds people who came 
in from um, Syria or any place in the world who are like they have some war zone or yeah. situation that happens and they're wanting to help them to shape their own story mm-hmm. and try to get it out there mm. because that's the most important part to actually hear the stories of people rather than just hearing what the media wants us to hear exactly. because it's completely different. So during this program, I applied. Um, Janine uh, called me after a few days and told me that she'd love to for me to be a part of it and I was yeah. so excited <laughs> so we had a um, few days of workshopping of even what does storytelling mean so we just started from the scratch even like just to see what does story mean how do you get out there get the details get the technical kind of stuff right yeah um, and hopefully find our own way of sharing t- the story and mm. again from probably what I talked about stereotypes was the one thing that I wanted to talk about yeah. and this is what I wanted to try to do so the project's not out yet. I'm not going to talk much about it. I'm going to leave <laughs> it as a secret. secret. Yeah. It's under progress. But hopefully very soon I'll be able to share something with everyone. Um, and whenever someone asks me, who are you? Or um, what do you want to say? Or just w- w- tell me anything about Syria. I will hopefully be able to share this project with them. Mm. Um, and explain a bit of my thoughts, a bit of me. Um, Basically redefining the word yeah, refugee. Yeah, exactly. Breaking exactly. part those stereotypes. Like that what so does a refugee have. mean? Yeah. Um, that's a word that people just, again, stereotype a lot of times. Um, I hope I, even with my little me um, and with my little project, I might able to just change a bit of people's opinion about it mm. and just l- encourage them to ask someone who is from there rather than opening Assume, the TV. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm happy to ask, answer any questions to anyone who asks me anything. So yeah, I hope I can do that. It's yeah. wonderful. And yeah. I think, you know, that's that ties in heavily to the power of, you know, storytelling and asking, like having a normal conversation with someone who usually yeah. you usually wouldn't approach because they don't look or speak like you. Exactly. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's just that it's a very important thing. And I think um, anyone who's listening should really take that advice and start a conversation with anyone who they find um, interesting or, you know, just... Or they any- don't know much about. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, yeah, and I thank you guys for doing this. Like, when, whenever I looked at the my and Sarah radio things, and I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing because you guys are sharing stories of people um, directly without necessarily any filters or any edits afterwards. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm so happy that people, especially us, the youngies, are trying to do this more than oh, anyone yeah. else now because we are the people who are going to change anyone's opinion right now so and true. we're going to take this message across. Yeah, we're like, so. we're going to be the leaders of tomorrow. It's exactly what we try to do here as well, you know. Um, Continue the advocacy work. For yeah, sure. give yes. a platform to people who usually don't have these opportunities and, you know, as well as our partners Road to Red Food, you know, what they do is incredible and we're and we found you through them, so we're very lucky to <laughs> Yeah, have shout them. out to Road to Refuge. Yeah, <laughs> big Woo. shout out to Road to Refuge. I'd like to ask you about your work for um, the film Noor. <laughs> so can you elaborate a yes. little bit about that? So me and acting is something that started about two years ago. Before that moment, I haven't done anything with acting. I was on Facebook one day at 4 a.m. in the morning, um, <laughs> just scrolling through like we do every day. And I saw this ad that a Syrian girl is needed for a short film. So it's straight away, my, my eyes were like, what? A Syrian <laughs> girl? Like, why specifically? So I opened it up. They wanted a girl who's from, hopefully, speak English and Arabic. And the film is going to be talking about a young girl. She was from Syria. Um, and somehow she ended up in Melbourne. And the story was just amazing to see. Like, I was so excited about it. I didn't know much details. All the requirements, I had just sticks next to them. I'm like, let me just apply and see what happens. So since then, um, I remember 
trying to even figure out what acting means and I was just googling everything I can and just auditions like what is even an audition like I had no idea whatsoever so I spent quite a bit just googling it myself went yeah. to the audition I was accepted um, and it was a beautiful journey I was and en- I even ended up I was the lead for the film which is wow. a, it's a short film but yeah. I was so so excited about it because it's the first yeah, time I try it I was able to even translate a few things because I was from Syria personally they they asked me to be editing anything the script that I think it wasn't really worth it or like mm. something like which I felt so important about so yeah they, um, they like to get your perspective on these yeah, things and that's so important yeah so it was just an amazing kind of um an exciting activity that yeah. I tried and since then I did a few short films here and there I have no idea if it, if this is something I will continue doing on in the future or not mm. but it's definitely something I absolutely loved and I liked this idea of human interaction so people actually look at the screen see and hear so um and it made me work on myself a bit more mm-hmm. i felt like i need to be my overall self needs to be a little bit better to be a good person in this project so um yeah it was really exciting That's yep. awesome. and can i ask um where can the audience check it out if it's out yeah well it's not out yet unfortunately mm-hmm. because they're it's always with films when I start to make it into festivals and stuff yeah. like that so it's all under cover okay <laughs> but definitely when it's out hopefully everyone will know about it and okay. it's called noor everyone n-o-u-r that's correct. Uh, make sure we you can check it out on Facebook, yeah? Okay? Yeah, no, I had an interview speaking about it um, on Facebook already. Yeah. already. Awesome. So, yeah, check it out and hopefully it will be out soon. Why do you think that telling stories through films and music yeah. is like your own u- your own unique way? Like, why did you decide to go down, you know, that yeah. road instead of... Else? Well, I think when anyone's talking about storytelling... It's everyone speaks in the same way what the storytelling means. So it doesn't really matter what storytelling means, but everyone just decides, like, pick their kind of um, cup of tea to yeah. tell their story through. Yeah. And um, it started off just from looking of what kind of hobbies do I have, really. And then I was interested in music, and I'm someone who likes to talk. Not necessarily that. I talk a lot. <laughs> so... And that's why I practice, like, you know, my English skills yeah. all the time. So I started off just seeing what I like to do in terms of, just being a, a present person in front of someone. Um, and because I'm fighting this idea of the, the storytelling uh, in, in fighting stereotypes, I want my actual self to be a part of this. Yeah. So that could either be with someone who sees me or listens to me or like actually interact with someone like me. Yeah. I, I'm so bad with writing essays. is nothing <laughs> I can do at all. So some people are just gifted in doing that. I tried, it, it didn't work. So yeah. I think it's just as simple as seeing what I like to do and mm. just tied it in with whatever advocacy work I wanted to do and mm. just what kind of story I wanted to do. And music is a is a universal language so no matter what language I'm speaking with or I'm singing with people will be able to feel me if I was true to it and if I actually was doing what I believe that I want to do um, and in terms of acting everyone knows movies it's just a combination of like the music and the the, Visual. the visuals and everything together which makes you go to an experience and because I had a bit of hobby I mm. think in it which matched whatever I want to speak about I don't find it as like, oh yeah, Taj equals acting musicians, da da da. Like yeah. these just sounds like a very big word and I, I'm still 21 so I don't associate myself even with words yet. Yeah. I just, I'm exploring whatever I can explore and because I had some hobbies, I just had to... Pursue them. I had a opportunity to, yeah. to explore them and that's it. What I will be focusing on um, 
in the next few years. I have no idea yet. Yeah. <laughs> I know I wanted to be in the same range just because I like it, but I obviously, I'm starting off with exploring as much as I can mm-hmm. and obviously it will be narrowed down um, day by day. Yeah. As you said that, I just, like, I saw myself like, yeah, that's that's kind of how I'm feeling right now as well. And I think, like, a lot of people who are um, in their final years of high school, like, I'm not yeah. sure what or to even, do. Like, but final years of uni as well, like, just young years in general. 100%. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm not sure what to do, but I, you know, I I have these hobbies and I want to expand on them. Yeah. And um, no, yeah. I remember being D12 like you guys, and I was the most stressed person <laughs> I've ever met. I was, like crying myself to sleep every day I'm like what do I want to do what do I want to do and guess what I still don't know I am actually a uni ambassador at the moment so I go to high schools and tell them a little bit about our uni and I always end that presentation with hey guys you're year 12 still please explore as much as you can you don't have to choose yet and especially when you're living in a place like Australia you actually have the opportunity to explore anything in your mind if you don't know what's in your mind just pick something that kind of might might work and just go with it it doesn't matter if you're a refugee or not it doesn't matter where you came from just the idea of living in the place see what's around you and just yeah. explore whatever you want to do it's the most amazing thing you can do to yourself especially in these years so well i think that's that's about it i think we've covered everything so thank you so much Taj, for coming on the show today especially it being your birthday and obviously Maya just made a comment before. So <laughs> your name translates to crown in Arabic, That's right? That's correct. And yep. you know, the irony of it being on the same day as Queen's birthday. <laughs> like which queen is yeah. 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 Birthday, it? I'm like I've been saying that to all my friends and family. I'm like, by the way, you're welcome everybody. Everyone gets a public holiday on my birthday <laughs> today. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, obviously. Thank you, guys. I re- I'm really happy that I started my day off today um, in here with you and having a conversation like we said earlier. But please have a conversation whenever you want to know about anything. And that's exactly what you guys are doing. So thank you so much. Thank you. Um, and good luck with the rest of this in year 12 as well. So. <laughs> thank, thank you. you. We need Oop. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we will. We will. <laughs>